On Changemakers this week on Cork's Red FM, we have Princius Otuma from Sea and Land Trust, who are maintaining 80 kilometres of Cork's coastline, 3% of the total Irish coast, with over 300 volunteers. So thank you so much for joining us today. Do you want to fill us in a little bit about the Sea and Land Trust and what your mission is? Sea and Land Trust is the umbrella organisation to manage the activities of Clean Coast Ballynamona, East Cork Biodiversity Networking Programme and Planet Ireland. We started in 2015 on Ballynamona Beach and we we started as a small kind of a a, a coastal group and uh, Ballynamona Beach is 1.2 kilometres long. As a school teacher in a secondary school in Middleton in St. Coleman's, I was kind of discussing with one of my classes there, the, you know, the amount of litter that was washing up. It was kind of like a dawned that, you know, geez, somebody needs to do something about this. And sure, the old saying that it's it's probably maybe yourself. And then we were talking with the kids. And I think initially what they thought was going to be a day off school for them let's go to the beach and sure, sir, we'll help you, has probably turned into this BFG, like this big friendly giant of what we do. That first year in 2015, over several beach cleans, we removed over 12 tonnes of marine litter from Ballynamona Beach. It kind of got us thinking. We kind of started looking at, OK, so this is just over a kilometre of, of, of coast and we've taken this much litter off it. And how long is the Irish coast? And it's like 3,200 kilometres and there's hardly 12 tonnes in every kilometre. And you kind of started looking at the the coast from that. So then we kind of started looking across to Ardna Hinch Beach and then down to Gary Vaux and Ballinwilling and Ballycrennan and back up to Silver Strand. And, you know, before too long, we, we, we started the community group, which was four people, grew to 20 by the end of 2015, plus the kids in the school. And, you know, within a couple of years, we were up to 250 volunteers and not only covering, let's say, those beaches that I've just mentioned but we started kind of looking at other areas we started looking at Pilmore down in Yall, Red Barn, Clay Castle and then we were kind of up in Middleton by the the Kindred Spirits Monument and we could see that there was lots of pinch points for instance in 2018 we started working on Ballybranigan and Ballycronine and Ballybranigan is only 600 metres long and in those 12 months we removed over 200 tyres from that area so you could see that particular locations had their own, let's say, localised problems. And I suppose what we were doing there, it's already too late because the litter and the rubbish was already in the environment. There's no way of stopping it. It's there. So all we're doing is just doing a cleanup operation. Fast forward to this year, to 2022, um, we started looking at in and around Cork Harbour and working on Blackrock Castle. And I know your own Neil Prenderville covered an article that Own English and the Irish Examiner wrote where we removed, was it just over one tonne on one day's activities? And that was with 100 20 students for four hours so there was 480 hours there you divide that by 40 that's the same as one person working for 12 weeks you try and put a value on that it was you know the operation was like worth over 15,000 of free labour and we we linked in with Cork City Council they removed another 860 kilograms themselves and it's now approaching where we are in this year and we've removed over four tons and we've removed a lot of the big stuff but there's a lot of the small styrofoam beads that kind of stuff small bitty you know fragments of plastics which would be called microplastics because they're smaller than five mil so we're now really down to the the hard stuff which you really can't get with a picker so we'll, we'll need to use other methods to do it you started in 2015 and it has grown a huge amount since then you launched a lot since then so do you want to fill us in a little bit about some of the new areas you're working on we're looking after three percent of the total Irish coastline for for marine litter and the beaches on it in 2017 so I suppose as we started as a clean coast group, 
and purely looking at marine litter. Your eyes are opened and you start looking at, you know, the environment as a macro kind of a, a thing as opposed to just the, the micro, you know, let's just pick up litter. So I was kind of observing other community groups and what they were doing. And I could see there was a lot of people with a lot of energy and maybe not doing best practice. So there might have been groups out there who were cutting Japanese knotweed and they were mowing the grass to it in the middle of its of its of its life. So I knew that that wasn't best practice. So how do we get that knowledge to people? So we started the East Cork Biodiversity Networking Programme with a, a small grant from Cork County Council and it was literally a lot of cold calling community groups and messaging them on, on, on Facebook and asking them basically you know setting up a, a lecture series uh, as such and the premise was simple get as many community groups or members or volunteers from community groups into a room and provide education on a few things so the first few talks we did were on swifts who are in decline and a swift is just one bird 63% of Ireland's birds are either red or amber listed it, it was just a kind of focus on one bird we also had Dr Una Fitzpatrick from the National Biodiversity Data Centre and it was amazing she showed us a map of Cork and as to the registered biodiversity actions that were on it, and there was very few since that day, we you know we really set out and between Middleton and Yall, and we started recording what we were doing and helping people to do more. You have the Middleton Pollinator Plan, and and from that has got another seven pollinator plans for for towns like Cargilline and Kinsale and Yall, which have come out of that. Working with businesses like Lidl in Yall have two acres around their store. We approached them during lockdown because what they had was a load of red and white clover and other wild wildflowers growing because they weren't maintaining it so we contacted them and we engaged with them and from that Lidl have extended their actions to another 20 stores nationwide. We helped them to to hire an ecologist Lidl and actually the report basically was that my god they would have to spend a fortune to get what they have on site but just by, you know, looking at how they manage it. It's, it's free biodiversity, so to speak, for them. And, and there's very little actions that they have to do. Pollinators need three things. They need food, safety and shelter. The food is your wildflowers. The safety is stop using pesticides and herbicides. And shelter then will look after itself if you're doing a, a no-mow type regime in your land. So you started cleaning up Ballinamona Beach and now you're helping businesses to make that change and give back. And it's fantastic to see the improvements. You also work very closely with schools. So do you want to fill us in on how this is having a big impact? We help businesses and schools. We've helped implement biodiversity actions on over 600 acres in the last three years, absolutely free of charge. We manage 34 acres presently for nature ourselves, actively manage it. Working with schools and businesses this May, um, with the help of the Water Lab of, of Cork County Council, who monitor Cork's bathing water quality on all the beaches, with a little support, financial support from them, we managed to bring out 500 primary kids and their teachers with 75 TY students from St. Coleman's in Middleton where I teach myself and we were able to get them out and provide a day of environmental education to, to all these primary kids. We kind of focused on the fifth and sixth class, mostly sixth class students, but we did water safety with them. We, we did simple presentations with the kids on how long litter lasts in the environment. So we had examples that we found on the Cork Coast of aluminium cans that would have been, you know, from the 1980s and, and crisp packets from the 80s. 
6p as a price on it or 17p and these were all practical examples that we have on the Cork coast we also did a thing on sewage related litter sewage related litter is is not the you know the sexiest of, of topics but it's it's just about getting people and encouraging people to put a bin in their bathroom where pee poo and paper goes into the toilet and everything else goes into the bin so we'll regularly find cotton buds on our beach cleans they just look like a blue straw but they can cause lots of damage to our our marine life. Everything you're doing has such a big impact on the environment, the wildlife and everything around us. So can you fill us in on what that impact is? Through the initiatives, we're creating new thought leaders and there's there's lots of peer-to-peer learning. What's in the sea and what's floating around in the sea and the oceans, it's there, it's too late. But what we are trying to do is open people's eyes to a lot of it, I suppose, where they have power in their decision-making, let's say, for example, in the supermarket. Do you buy the loose orange? Do you buy the orange in the net, in the plastic netting? Or do you buy the peeled, prepared orange in segments in a plastic container? And that plastic container will last for 400, 450 years. We're in this long enough to know that it shouldn't be just left to the consumer. We're trying to get people to look further up the supply chain, removing those decisions, not creating, not spending the resources or finite resources creating plastic. That's a better way to go. And we certainly understand that. But meanwhile, we have to be on the ground. We have to be active and we have to kind of get that change maker attitude. And what are your plans for the future? Our goals and plans for 2023. Throughout this current year, we've been working with deep Energy and Iberdrola Renewables and they are kindly going to sponsor a boat for us. So last week we've put €20,000 deposit on a boat to help us in our mission to achieve our vision. So the boat is it's like kind of like a D-Day landing boat. The front of it kind of goes down so we can literally rock up to a lot of the beaches that we can't access on our coastline. We're a voluntary non-profit. There is nobody getting a wage. And we do find ourselves where we we do need help from the the general public to do that. We will be, I suppose, or we are actively seeking contributions, be them voluntary, be it, you know, buying our calendar. We have a GoFundMe to help us with insurance or insurance costs for next year. So we do need help to kind of pay that because there's very... The, the, there's no real grants uh, or funding out there to, so we do need to do fundraising we want to continue with the education we've ambitious plans again doing our bit to, to make sure that we're helping to make that difference that we need to make we will be launching Planet Ireland soon it's simmering away in the background from ourselves we, we are a registered voluntary non-profit because we're now at a particular stage we're on our journey to becoming a, a fully registered charity we're now at stage two of that so we've passed stage one we're gone on to stage two and we hope early in 2023 we'll be a, a fully registered charity and that's where Planet Ireland is such Planet Ireland is a very simple thing it's an acronym for Planet is an acronym for putting land aside for nature environmental trust and that's basically what it is when we were working with East Cork Bio East Cork Biodiversity Networking Programme we had a couple of opportunities to buy land or to acquire land and manage it for nature and to be the owners of it but we kind of we, we knew that we didn't have the governance we didn't have the, the structures in place to do that one of the positive things that came out of COVID it gave us an opportunity to assess reassess and start putting those structures in place what can people do to make a difference simple actions that people can make at home right now is from marine litter put a bin in your bathroom 
and pee-poo paper in the toilet, right? So again, the, the unsexy thing of sewage-related litter. Reduce our consumption of wipes. If a packet of wipes says it's flushable, it's not. It just means it might get through your wastewater system, but ultimately it's going to be ending up in our, our rivers, seas and oceans and, and ultimately washing up in our beaches. We need to protect biodiversity. For, for people at home, if you've got a small garden, big garden, it doesn't matter what size. Have a look at your... You don't need to be out every Saturday mowing the garden. Maybe do six week cycles or, or an annual long flowering meadow where you create a meadow in your garden and you only cut it once a year in September and you lift the, the, the grass cuttings and put them on a compost heap. Other things, don't be sowing wildflower seed. It's not best practice. The provenance of the seed, it could be from France, Germany, you actually could be bringing in invasives. And so you, just to, to watch that, eliminate ideally use of pesticides, herbicides, things containing glyphosate like Roundup and Gallup. In your home, when you're you're shopping, use plastic wisely. Use a reusable bottle, a reusable cup. They're, you know, something that people can do quite simply at home just to be more aware, be more conscious because we are in trouble. Um, our, our planet is in trouble and I, I don't want to be kind of saying that, you know, kind of willy-nilly. We do hear it very often, but the evidence is there to say we're in trouble. The science is there backing it with our climate. If we can eliminate our are wasting resources, that would be a really good step. And ultimately, little changes will make a difference. So if you go to seeandlandtrust.org, you can find all the information on how to help. What are your social media channels if people want to follow your journey? We are on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Mastodon and Twitter. So I think we have a few different handles, but ultimately at Ballynamona, B-A-L-L-Y-N-A-M-O-N-A. Thank you so much for coming in and sharing your knowledge and your mission with us. We're wishing you the very best of luck in the future.